Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. But for our Sunday teachings, it has been unveiling our breakthrough heritage in the world. Let's quickly look at Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected hand. Another version says, only I know the plans that I have for you. They are the plans of good are not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, if you look at that scripture, God says, only I knows. That shows even you that God is talking about you don't know. That shows for you to get to know the mind of Christ concerning you, then there must be something to be done. And that is to enjoy capacity to unveil what has been said concerning you. God's thoughts, God's plans and purpose are his wills for us. And their rewards has been packaged for us as inheritance. Hidden in scriptures. Praise the Lord. Because what God is saying is that I have an inheritance for you. Only me knows what I have packaged in my will for you as an heritage. And the will of God for us as believers is the word of God. Praise the Lord. If you must know his will for your life, then you need to search through the scriptures. Bible says, search it through the scriptures, for inside them you discover what makes life worth living. Praise the Lord. So the moment we have such understanding that we have an heritage in God, then the best thing for you and I to begin to do is to now to see how we can unveil his plans and purpose for our lives and begin to enjoy them. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, you know, Paul speaking there, he said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance, an heritage amongst the sanctified. And I told you before now that anytime you come to church, just have it at the back of your mind that you are going to partake of your inheritance. You are going to partake of your heritage. Now, for every word that come, every word that come, such word is prophetic. Praise the Lord. Now, I was sharing with some people here yesterday. You know, somebody came in here on Friday. And I said, ah, good afternoon, sir. I said, good afternoon. Say, I've come to see you. I said, okay. I brought two chairs outside and we sat. And he said to me, he said, hey, I had a testimony here of how you prophesy into the life of a politician and event turned there. So, we oh, are prophesying into my life. You know, I can't laugh because it's a serious matter. And I told him, I said, ah, it's not me that prophesy. Men of old, they speak as they were moved by the Spirit of God. And it is the word you uphold that God performs. So it's not enough for us to be speaking. I said, no, I can't prophesy into your life. I said, but I can pray for you. But every word of prayer and every word of the scripture, they are prophetic. So, you know, imagine just me say, oh, you have a vision for me. See vision for me. I said, no. <laughs> what God didn't tell us to say, we don't say it here. 
And what God has not shown me, I won't come and tell you he has shown me. Or hence, a time will come, God will set you up. And you will say what he has not sent you and you will see shame. No one will see shame here. So I just prayed with him. You know, we share the scripture because the word of God is prophetic. Now, if you are here this morning, you are waiting for special prophecy, you may not see it. But for every word that come or pull them, they are prophetic. And they have the capacity to deliver for you what you are looking for. So, they don't look at anybody here as a God. We spoke as we are moved by the Spirit of God. And if God answers our prayers, yes, it's because he's mindful of you. It's because he honors us. The highest honor God can do to any man of God, anybody is to pray and God answer. His honor is not by right. Praise the Lord. And the word of God you will not receive, you will not believe, you will not run with God Queen can never perform. Let them prophesy two million times and you fail to believe them and run with them, nothing will happen. Praise the Lord. In Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says, according as his divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and what? And godliness. That shows the plans of God for you and for me cover both the, uh, the entirety of our life here on earth and it seeks us also for eternity. Praise the Lord. And same person told me that same Friday. He said, sir, I have one more question before I go. I said, well, why is it that in living faith you don't preach repentance? I said, ah, to God be the glory. Okay, you open your mouth. Praise the Lord. I said, okay. Have you not heard that after service, they ask you people, if you want to accept Jesus into your life, you can say, what kind of repentance do you need after, outside of that? Okay, you want me to begin to mention each sin? I said, even for the mere fact that you are born into this world, you are a sinner. Because the nature of sin came with you. So you are not committing fornication because you are a sinner. You are a fornicator because the nature is there. So I said, what we deal with is the nature. When the nature of sin is taken, a new life is imparted. And you begin to live right. Praise the Lord. So be prepared. I will call out, you know, make a call after this service for those who want to accept Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. If we are not doing that, then we are playing here. Praise the Lord. Somebody's life is turning here. In the name of the Lord. So these inheritances packaged in scriptures require access by revelation. Reason why in this kingdom you can't enjoy what heaven has ordained for you until you gain access to them. Praise the Lord. You know, in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, the message translation. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Here, Bible says, God, our God, will take care of the hidden things. Now, he is the custodian. And those hidden things are packaged in the Bible. But here what happens next. But the revealed things are what? Are our business. That's just you have a business. You have a role. You have a part to play in the unfolding of the secret things that heaven has packaged for you. Bible will not just open to you until you open it. How many times have you closed your Bible and you see the Bible opening on its own? For you. No, it won't happen. Bible says the hidden things belong to God, but the revealed things is our business. We need to pay the price to access deep things. We need to pay the price to access our heritage in redemption. 
And this we do by engaging the operation of the Holy Ghost, the one who inspires the written word to open our eyes to see what he has written. Praise the Lord. Somebody's eyes will be opened. So what does he say is that it is up to us to find what God has spoken out. It is up to us to find them out. And when we do, it will not just impact our lives. It will impact our generations yet unborn. Because the revealed truth are for you and for your children's children. Why can't we then go ahead to secure the destinies of our children by making sure we unveil what has been written? That is the responsibility. I see God, by the force of the Holy Ghost, empower us, empower us this season. I say God is going to empower us this season. So that what has been written concerning you and I as heritage will be unveiled to us. And we begin to enjoy them. Praise the Lord. Also, understand that revelations are keys of the kingdom that opens and no man shut. Praise the Lord. Revelations are the keys of the kingdom that opens and no man shut. You know, in Matthew chapter 16 verse 19. Matthew 16 19. Jesus speaking there. He said, Behold, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on heart shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on heart shall be loosed in heaven. It is that key that grants us access to our placement. Praise the Lord. God is saying, when you have this key, you begin to enjoy dominion. You begin to enjoy authority. The whole essence of these scriptures is that whatever you have been given key to access, when you begin to access it, nobody will be able to question you. Maybe you don't understand. Now, you access the fact that you will be fruitful. Now that you are now becoming fruitful, nobody will be able to ask you, why are you fruitful? Because it's your heritage and you have discovered it and you are enjoying it. That's why Papa is saying, nobody can question my, my prosperity. I found it and I am enjoying it. That's just, it is what you find that you can enjoy. Is somebody getting it now? What you have not found, you can't enjoy. It is what you find, you enjoy because it's a key. Now, you have the key to your room. And you now open the door and you enter. Will somebody come and question, why did you open that door and enter that room? That is what God is saying. By reason of your access, using the key, you will lose on the heart. And whatever you lose, will remain loose. Why? Because nobody will be able to question you again because your hand has touched the key. You know, in Yoruba land, they say, if somebody killed your father, you don't have the cap you may not have the capacity to go and ask questions. But a time will come in your life when God turns things around around you and He has empowered you. You cannot go and knock at the door of those who kill your father. I say, Hey, what did you say happened to my father then? Why? Because your status have changed. Same thing applies. Until you have accessed what has been written, you will still live beggarly. But the moment you gain access, you discover that power changes and your status change. And you'll be enjoying grace and nobody will be able to ask you questions. I have good news for somebody here this morning. That at your departure here, the power, this, your, your life will so change that things will begin to happen and nobody will be able to question you. In the name of the Lord. Revelations are the keys of the kingdom that opens and no man can shut. When you open, nobody has the capacity because you have discovered the key. The key will be given to somebody here this morning. 
But now you need to understand that this key cannot be delivered until you have seen it. So it's according to you. No? It's according to you. How? According to what you have seen. It is according to praise the Lord. As far as your eyes can see, you begin to enjoy. Please know that how much of the inheritance you enjoy or realize is as far as your eyes can see. Praise the Lord. You know, there are many believers, they are wonderful Christians, but they are not seeing prosperity. They are seeing poverty. And you will be wondering, this man is a prayer warrior. He, 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 you know, is an healing evangelist. And this is because he can see healing. He can see prayer. Praise the Lord. He has been able to access those platforms. But the other one, he closed his eyes to them. And God won't come and dash you. Praise the Lord. The kingdom of God is a kingdom that operates on principles too. Praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 to 15. God himself was asking Abraham there. He said, look from where you are. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lord was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes. And do what? And look from the place where thou art northward. And southward, and eastward, and westward. Just look around. For all the land which thou what seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy what to thy seed forever. That shows there are things you can see today that will impact the generation of your children. Praise the Lord. <laughs> God will turn things around in our lives. You know, many are, many of the things we suffer. They are as a result of what our parents saw before now. Go and check it. Many of the things we suffer, they are as a result of the things our father saw then. So God told Abraham, now if you must impact the generation of your children, your seed forever begin to see right today. From where you are now. So I am telling somebody now, from where you are now, if you want the destinies of your children to be well shapen, to bring glory and honor both to God and to you. Begin to see well from where you are. Somebody's eyes will be open this morning. He had Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 11 to 12. He said, Jeremiah, what is it that you have seen? What are you seeing? And Jeremiah answered and said, Oh God, I saw the rod of an almond tree. And God told him, yes, you have seen well. What you saw conforms to what I have and because you have seen well, look at what God says. Then said the Lord God unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to do what? To perform. It is what you see God will perform. Not just to perform now, it is what he will deliver. If somebody seeing him, him or herself getting married, as that when you desire it, then God will perform it. That's just where your man is sleeping. God will just wake him up. Time she has seen you already. Oh yeah, move now. Praise the Lord. Is somebody seeing a husband here? Uh oh, they are not here. Those who wanted to marry, are you seeing your husband? How many of you? Are, uh, let me see your hand. Okay, we identify with you. Who else is seeing? Okay, those who have not seen, may God open your eyes. In the name of the Lord, because it is what you see, God will deliver. Now, in spite of failings or failures, if you can begin to see success, you discover that your status begins to change. 
telling yourself, no, this is not where I belong. God, this is not where I belong. This is not where you have ordained for me. I know there is a better place. That was what Job kept telling God. I know that my redeemer liveth. All the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change come. I know that change is coming. This pain is not palatable, but I know my change is coming. And did his change came or not? His change came. And when the change came, it came in multiple fold. Praise the Lord. Somebody's story is changing. And for those who are not seeing, by the anointing, your eyes will see. In the name of the Lord. Now, it is not enough for your eyes to see. May your hand touch. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ears, but now my eyes see thee. Praise the Lord. Looking at our breakthrough heritage from the mirror of the word of God. Now, let's quickly look at some of those things that redemption has packaged for us as a people. You know, let's look at James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25. You will see the instruction that available for you and I that will enhance the flow of what you have seen in your direction. Now, says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. It begins from here. It is not enough to come to church and hear and not take step. Is somebody getting it? It is not enough. When you come to church, when you hear the word and you fail to take step, this is what God is saying. You are a deceiver. And who are you deceiving? Yourself. Because you are the one that is in need of that visitation. Whatever you receive is for you. Not for any other person. Let's go. Verse 23. Bible says, but for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, look at what God the illustration here now is like unto a man beholding his what is natural face in a mirror. So what that is saying is that the word of God is the mirror of the spirit. Praise the Lord. It is what you see inside that has to do with you that you become. Now, say, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetted what manner of man he was. And what we are meant to understand is that whatever your eyes can see, then there is no way you should be able to forget it. Praise the Lord. Imagine me leaving my house this morning with red tie. And I got to church and somebody said, Oh, Pastor, I just love this blue tie. Then I would look at the man as in he was actually talking to a wrong person. But if I say, yes, it's nice, then something must be wrong with your pastor. Is somebody getting it? I looked through the mirror. I knew I was... I'm having on a red tie. And I got to church. And somebody said, oh, pastor, I just love this black tie. I should look at him and cast out that demon of not seeing well. But I now said, oh, you are right. The black tie is nice. The person too will go back and say, something's wrong with pastor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And that is the way many of us live our life. God says it is well with you. And somebody outside says it is not well with you. And you are crying. Instead of you to respond, you mean, what are you talking about? This is what the word says. They told you you can't have children. You now went back and called your grandfather. That I know this thing. You should be able to tell them what you have seen. Reason why God will have to show Abraham. What can you see? It is as far as you can see, I will make available. As far as you can see. Is somebody seeing breakthrough before this year ends? 
Is somebody seeing a change of story before this year ends? Now, I keep telling myself, I can't end it this way. It's not possible. I cannot. It's not that I'm begging. I can't end it this way. Because there is glory in my ending than in my beginning. And if I start well and things are not working in the, in the middle, then you should know that it's just a face. It's a transit point. It's a transit point. Let us not celebrate fully. Somebody's story is changing. God is saying, if I have shown you and you know you have sinned, live by what you have sinned. Don't forget what I have shown you and allow any other person to determine your destiny for you. You can see that God has made a mincemeat of every man's prophecy concerning people's destiny. They told Ben Carson, you can't amount to anything. Ben Carson doesn't even have a father at home. It was the mother that kept, kept telling him, no, you will make it. You are a great man. Because she, must, she has seen it from scriptures. And she started buying materials for him that had value. His teacher told him, no, you, with the way you started, you, you can't get anything done in life. But God proved them wrong. Now, before this year hence, God will prove men wrong in your life. I said, before this year hence, God will prove some men wrong in your life. Anyone who is seeing negativity concerning your life, they will be proved wrong. We read this, we, we heard about him. That he ended up becoming the greatest of the neurosurgeon that has been on this planet had. The greatest. And the first person to, bro I mean, to break new ground. Praise the Lord. There are things that have never happened in your lineage. Beginning from now, by the anointing, they begin to happen by your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, number one, please don't forget that you have been redeemed as stars and not as failures. Let that one go with you this morning. That you have been redeemed as what? As stars, not as failures. So, what I am telling you here is that Failure is not an option in your journey in life. Failure is what? It's not an option. Let's look at Revelation chapter 22 verse 16. I wrote jump eight years. And I deep inside me, something keeps telling me, I know that this is not me. This is not my result. This is not my life. But jam said, no, you, to go to school, let us see. And I know it's, it's beyond jam. These are the forces from hell. They can use any means, any method to halt your movement. But beginning from now, by the anointing, those holes over your destiny are broken. People came to me and said, just do anything to gain admission. We know you have what it takes. Some said, just go and bribe. We know, even if it is poly, just go. I'm not berating poly, but I told her, I said, I will never. I will not go to polytechnic. I said, I know I must go to university. Praise the Lord. After eight years, and this is the same year some people use both for first degree and second degree. Is that not so? They will say, you will not go. But to the glory of God, I went. I saw I conquered. Now, it doesn't matter where you are now. It is not your hand. Now, why? Because you have been redeemed as a star and not as failure. Bible said, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of Jesse and the bright and morning star. Look at what Jesus said here. I am the root and offspring of David. 
That shows I am an emblem. I am, I am an emblem. I have become the platform for measurement. If you want to see anybody from the lineage of David, look at me. I am an epitome of glory. Praise the Lord. And the bright and morning star. So Jesus is a star. And now look at John chapter 17 verse 18. So that we can know and begin to change our thought pattern. Look at here. As thou hast sent me into the world. Jesus talking about the father. said, Even so have I also sent them into the world. As what? As what? As stars. Not as failures. I said, not as failures. Situation around you now may be suggesting to you that you are a failure. But I have good news for you. A new you is imagined here. God is giving you a new mind. A new heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. So the day you resign to faith, you have lost the faith to succeed. Praise the Lord. Don't resign to faith. Don't give up on hope. Is somebody getting me now? Don't give up on hope. You may have had many disappointments in any area, but with emphasis on marital areas. Praise the Lord. On the issue of marriage. The good news is that if God can visit some people in similar situations, He will visit you this morning. I said, God will visit you. Tell your neighbor, I have been redeemed, have been redeemed. As, a as a star and not a, not a failure. I am a star. I am not a failure. I am a star. I am not a failure. Praise the Lord. No, there are occasions when things begin to happen around you. People may not see what God has said concerning you. You are the one that will use your mouth to declare your heritage. Bible says concerning David that David encouraged himself in the Lord. When it looks like all it looked like all hope was lost. Nobody, everything around him. Look at it. And David was what? Greatly distressed. How can you qualify the distress around your own life? Can you qualify it? He was so distressed to the point that even king was after his life. Who is after you? For the people spake, the people he thought are his own. They wanted to do what? To stone him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. Why did the people resort to stoning him? David wasn't even the cause of the affliction in the land. Maybe you don't understand. He was a leader. But there, there was a challenge in the land that quite many died. And people felt, how can we channel our hunger? And he was there. Don't worry. Uh, things we get, they say you, things we get, my husband is gone. My wife has been taken hostage. My husband has been kidnapped. They are asking for ransom. You are here there preaching the word. They carry stone to stone him. He was so distressed. He doesn't know where to turn to again outside of God. But Bible said, in spite of that, look at it. David encouraged himself in the Lord is God. Who is your God? Now, when the chiefs are down, where do you turn to? Will your anchor holds in times of crisis? Let us always learn to return to God. Is our anchor. 
is our anchor. The one in charge of your life knows what he's doing. Whatever he has permitted, he has the capacity to take away. He will take it away. I said he will take it away. In the name of the Lord. Failure is not an option. Suicide is not an option. Let us not live as those who don't have hope. Praise the Lord. Number two, we are redeemed to be far above all principalities and powers. Now, this is where we have challenges as believers. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. New Living Translation. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Bible says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us, can you see, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Jesus. Because we are what? Many at times we are looking at the physical stuff. But you should know that you are a spirit. It is where your soul is seated that your body will be seated. Is somebody getting it now? If your soul is with God, every other thing about you, that is what makes people spiritual. Bible says now, he raised him up from the dead and we raised us up at salvation. From the dead, along with Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly realm. Because we are united with Christ Jesus. Now, basically, how we can begin to live like this kind of life is by changing our mentality. Allowing our mind to be what? To be in consonance with the scripture. Now, we must have that far above mentality. Superiority consciousness. Praise the Lord. And while I was preparing, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 23 verse 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If one is thinking slavery, it won't be long. Those that will carry that person into slavery will come. It's an invitation to treat. So your thought pattern is an invitation to treat. That's just what you want to see, you begin to think. Praise the Lord. But this is who we are in redemption. We have capacity above every devil. Praise the Lord. Now, while I was no, looking at this, something happened. Now, let me ask. Have you heard somebody said, we are the one in power? Have you heard it before? We are the one in power. Is it the one ruling? Huh? Is it the president? Is it the senate president? Or the VP? But he will tell you, we are the one? That shows he has a connection with that person. And he's seeing himself as being the one in that same position. And what he's telling you is that whatsoever those in those positions enjoy, he is enjoying. And that he has an edge over you. Unbelievers. Reason why the Bible now tells us that the people, the children of this world, they are wiser than the people in the kingdom. Praise the Lord. That is the power of consciousness. Why do you think those guys doing what they are doing are doing what they are doing? What they are saying is that we are the one ruling. So what this Bible is telling you also is that if Jesus is reigning, then you are the one reigning. So until our mind has been purged and our thought pattern begins to conform, we won't see enjoy those privileges. Now some people thought Papa is using something, juju or something. It is far above mentality. That is making things work. 
Whatever he's saying, he's saying on the platform of what he has been able to access or glean from the scriptures. I can't be poor. I can't be sick. Far above mentality. So until we begin to change our thought pattern, we'll still become vulnerable to attacks from hell. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So we when we lose sight of who we are, then we begin to lose our place at the sight of the slightest challenge. That won't be our portion. So we need to understand that we have been redeemed to be what? To be far above principalities and power. Praise the Lord. This consciousness must be a part of us. I'm not saying challenges won't come, but when they come, how do you respond to them? Do you respond to them as a chicken or as an eagle? Praise the Lord. Now, something happened. I've said it before. You know, the Bible says we should learn by observation. That look at the hands. You can learn from them. The reason I brought in the, the, you know, the attitude of the so-called people tormenting the land. Because they believe that they are the one in power. And if the person in power is from their place, they have access to power. Then why can't we as believers begin to see ourselves having access to Jesus than having power over every other thing? So it's about mentality. Now I was going with my son and we know that there is a house close to us. You no, know, we have some dogs in that compound. Occasionally, while passing, the dogs will be barking. But this day I was with him. I just saw him triumph, relax, let's go. Praise the Lord. He knows I'm the father. And he knows I cover him. Is that not so? Yes, <laughs> you know, every child we always see his father as one who is all in all. Or maybe they'll be asking you ridiculous questions. And he asked me, how do you expect me to know this thing? He said, but you are my father. Praise the Lord. So on that platform, I carried him and we were going. When we got to that house, as your father is by your side, you should radiate confidence. Praise the Lord. Then all of a sudden, that gate was opened. So the next thing was that, Triumph, where are you? <laughs> I couldn't see my son. When I look up, I saw him moving. I said, Triumph, don't you know your father? I said, Daddy, meet me at home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, he lost when he was faced, you know, with the real challenge. He lost the consciousness of the father, of the fact that a father is by his side. Many a times we believers, that is how we operate. We chicken out in the face of challenge because we lose sight of the fact that we are being repositioned to be far above those situations. It was when he got to, I saw him panting. I said, ah, why did you know? He said, ah, daddy, I don't trust you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, I'm with you. Let this door come. You would have seen what I would do. Praise the Lord. Ah. <laughs> why you have not seen what God can do is because you didn't allow him to take over. God can do more than you think he can do. But allow him first. But you are telling him, God, I don't go. This one, I don't know whether you go here and do lamb. Praise the Lord. God will say to you this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are redeemed to command supernatural breakthroughs. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. The Bible says, ye are the salt of the world. Ye are the salt of the heart. But if the salt have lost its savour, where will shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing. May that not be us. I said, may that not be you. 
Now, what is, if you look at this scripture, now we are being created for influence. But when you are supposed to influence things, you are there as just ordinary person. Then you lose value. That is the basis of that. What God is saying is that wherever you find yourself, I have packaged you as a believer to be a to provide solution. You have been made a solution provider, an agent of change. That is what salt does. Salt preserves. That is wherever you find yourself, things shouldn't get bad. Don't be a problem where you are meant to be a solution. Don't be the one causing ripples in the midst of the people. You are meant to add value wherever you are. Live as a salt. Don't lose your value. Don't lose your savour. Praise the Lord. Somebody told me, if your presence is not felt, I mean, if your absence is not felt, then your presence doesn't make meaning. It's about value. It's about value. It's about adding value wherever you are. I pray to God, may I never enter a place that I will not be able to make them smile. That is salt. Salt. When men gave up and you enter and hope come alive, that is salt. I don't say, I don't tell you before. Just give up. This thing, just forget about it. No ray of hope. You will discover that it won't be long. People won't desire your association. You just call that people are walking away from you. You won't know why. That person has lost his saltwood. In quotes. We have been created to have value. Reason Bible says, saviors will come out of Zion. If you are not saving, don't be killing. If you are not rescuing, just let them be. This is who we are in redemption. Ye are the salt of the world. But if the salt have lost a savour, Somebody called you. All he was waiting for was just to hear one word. So that he won't give up. But what he had or she had from you even propelled him or her to commit suicide. He said, why am I even here? Why am I even Now, if you don't have basis to be in this church, it's just we are not having value. You have a choice. Have you seen wherever a, a glorious church, a lively church enters and life don't enter? No matter how primitive they may be, when church enters, life enters. Have you not seen it? When church enters, life enters. Development enters. Exposure enters. Advancement enters. And that is who we have been packaged to be in redemption. Bringing men out from the pit of life, adding value to their destiny. You don't need to know all the scriptures before you add value. You don't need it. One, in no Bible verse, is enough for you. It's about you. Knowing who you have been ordained to be. Knowing what God has packaged you to do. No one salt will lose taste here. Yeah. While you are still alive, your salt will not lose its savour. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, listen to me. You see men... Human being, there's a thin line between love and hate, we know. If you are not adding value, they won't hide it to you, you won't matter to them again. If you are not adding value, you don't matter. 
That is the way it is. But when you still add value, no matter what they may still try to accommodate you, it's about value. Life is about value. Let us add value. Praise the Lord. Will, in a place, will they prefer to identify with a, a Muslim than you, a Christian? It's about contributions. Life is about donations. It's about hiding salt and not watering salt. In Jesus' mighty name. So, we are redeemed to command the supernatural. Not being stranded in life. You look at Isaiah 60 verse 1. The Bible says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of God is risen upon you. Bible says, Darkness shall cover the heart, and gross darkness the people, but for you. If you now look at it from there, you discover that by reason of the light you have connected, you are contacted, your life is to have value. Look at it. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. What this is saying is that by redemption, your life becomes an attraction. Even if you don't want to be friends, they will look for a way to make you become friends. That is what he's saying. And Gentiles shall come. Muslims are going to Canaan land to Papa. They say, eh, Baba, this is my title. Muslims. They, 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 they did not accept Jesus, but they still go and say, Daddy, maybe you have not seen it before. Daddy, uh, this is my title. Please take it. Wealth transfer. Praise the Lord. And you are wondering how he's making it. Now, it's just a matter of time. Things may not be, but if we keep adding value, it's just a matter of time. Things will definitely turn. I said, things will turn. By the whole this morning, somebody's life becomes valuable. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, let's quickly look at two things to do to access our heritage in redemption. You know, if you look at the life of Job, Job in Job chapter 29 from verse 4, even when Job stands, by reason of those testimonies, a senator cannot talk there. So it's not about title. It's not about what? It's not about title. It's about impact. You can lead from the bottom up. The 360 leader. You can lead from the bottom. You can lead from the top. Wherever you are in any organization, you can add value. A gates man can be adding value that an MD is not adding. And you will discover that when people come in the morning, they will be giving the gates man gifts. And the MD, they just say, God bless, bless you, sir. Just pass. God make you go. And a gates man will come and give advice. You've not seen him in settings. People will go to gates men for advice. Is that his impact. It's not about that. That's why we are told that there is no entitlement in title. It's not about me standing here as a pastor and I'm not adding value. Then why am I here occupying ground? That is matter. That won't be our portion. Job said in Job 29, I was in the days of my youth when the secrets of God was revealed upon my tabernacle. He gained access to secrets. And he began to trade with them. When the Almighty was there, if you look at the catalog from verse 6 to like verse 17, he said, he, when senators, when they are talking at the city gates, when he got, gets there, they, they shut their mouth. His counsel, they will celebrate his impact. May our lives become impactful. Wherever we are, may we not be empty. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
the nobles held their peace. These are honorable men. Senators that are not adding value to people's destiny. It's a selfless life. A selfless life. Adding value. Hungry but yet feeding people. I see God help us. Amen. Number one, what to do? One must possess a meek spirit. When we're talking about a meek spirit, we are talking about teach, a teachable spirit. A teachable spirit. First Peter chapter 3, verse 4. Must possess a meek spirit. Bible says, but let it be hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of make and quiet spirit, which is the sight, which in the sight of God, you know, of great price. Ornament and quiet spirit. Praise the Lord. Noise can be around you, but in your spirit you can be quiet. These are the secrets of great men. Troubles around without doesn't affect what is inside. Reason they can think and think well. So God is saying for us to partake of this, we must possess a meek a meek spirit, a teachable spirit. Praise the Lord. Psalm 25 verse 9. The meek, Bible says the meek will lead guide in judgment. It's not people who are proud and arrogant. The meek will it teach. I see God touch our heart this morning and impute into us that meek spirit in the name of the Lord. So that we can be teachable and we can take correction when it matters most. No one here will fall victim of evil. In the name of the Lord. Lastly, in that regard, will be one must continue to seek a serene environment to seek the face of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You, if you agree with me that now there is noise everywhere. The noise of social media is something else. Now you get to some quarters now. What doesn't even concern them is what they are discussing. What doesn't even come? And the ones we don't know. Yesterday I got to a place. I discovered that they, you know, my children's school, they, you know, some men now gathered. They were now discussing. When I discovered that what they were talking about, I don't really, I won't be able to make contribution. I, by wisdom, this time myself there. Because I've not met Peter or B before. But it was the analysis they were doing. So it's not my neighbor. So because of that, I now use wisdom. I just greeted them from her. God bless you. Because I don't know. What you don't know, you'll be discussing it. Then they will not make a mockery of you. It's cheap. Cheap mockery. Bible is, we are made to understand that we must continue to seek serene environment to seek the faces of the Lord. Even if I, don't, I want to speak, I will speak in the midst of those whose faces I know very well. Even if I goof, they say, Pastor, don't be like that. <laughs> I will take it with humility. Next time, I won't, I won't blow. Praise the Lord. Wisdom is profitable. Seek environment is a require. Look at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1. The Bible says, True desire, a man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. The place of separation is the place of empowerment. We don't need to be in the among the crowd, in the midst of the crowd, all through. And we are occasion permits that you be in the midst of the crowd. You can be in the midst of the crowd and still be quiet. You can still be in the midst of noise, yet you are still connected. That is what it takes to be spiritual. Praise the Lord. And that is what enhances our sensitivity. So all we need to do this season is to run away from noise pollution. Tell your neighbor, run away from noise pollution. 
noise pollution of the spirit and of the soul. Praise the Lord. And with this, when God speaks, we can pick signal. I see the hand of God come upon us in the name of the Lord. Before we shut down this morning to partake of the oil, let us quickly look at the keys for commanding marital breakthroughs. We have trusted God in this area. We are not just looking at the areas of those who are just believing God for their spouses. We are looking at various homes who are going through turbulence. I know that why God settles those believing him for their spouses, for their respective spouses, God will be visiting our homes also. Every home that is going through crisis, through heat period, the hand of God will stable those homes. No, there are occasions. I remember my wife, you know, after maybe three years after our wedding, I have not, really have not laid my hand to beat her, but yet I have almost used my tongue to finish her. And she was bottling it. She was, you know me, I can talk. When anything happens, I said, what can I do? I know I can't beat this woman. <laughs> ah! Okay. I will look for some words, but the acid is dangerous. When I, one day, Bless God. She, she can't take it anymore. She just, he said, sweetheart, you will kill me with these words. With these words you are saying. With this one. And I began, now sad, and I said, wow. If I kill her, I kill myself. Because, and the two shall become one. And from that day, I watch my tongue. So I am speaking to every husband here, watch your tongue. Please don't kill your wife. Please don't kill your wife. We can kill them. We know they are of weaker vessel. But even though we know their mouth have speedometer and the thing, uh, the gauge. Praise the Lord. They understand. It's not as if I'm abusing them. They understand. But we men too, we need to watch out. The moment she said that, and I now sat and said, wow. So I can kill her without even beating her. You know some men they say, I have not touched my wife. Ask her. Since I married her, I have not touched her. But yet you are killing her. With your words, with your actions, with your attitude. This doesn't allow for marital fulfillment. Let us watch out. Praise the Lord. Every challenge marital destiny, such as marital delays, marital crisis, are mostly raw oppression of the devil. We believe that. But they can be the oppression of our spouses too. So, we won't blame the devil in all of this. Praise the Lord. So, but whatever comes from hell, the hand of God will frustrate them this season. Bible says, Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of darkness, and against the wickedness in high places. Praise the Lord. And most times, when our hearts are open, the enemy gain entrance into them. Somebody getting it now. Reason why we need to guard our hearts. Many times when we allow our hearts to be loose, the enemy gain entrance into our hearts, still now use us against ourselves. Praise the Lord. But no devil will gain entrance any longer. Matthew 13, 28, Bible says, He said unto them, An enemy has done this. It is not God that delays men. If it is not good, it is not God. So if your experience is concerning your marital issue now, it's not good experiences, then I can tell you it is not from God. And by reason of the anointing this morning, there shall be turned around. I said there shall be turned around. But you need to understand that every child of God that so desires to be married 
has the God-given rights to be settled in marriage. It's part of our covenant benefits. Praise the Lord. Because it, it is our God that settles people in marriage. You know Psalm 66 verse 8, Psalm 68 verse 6. God settled the solitary in what? In families. I pray for somebody here tonight that according to the time of life and based on your heart desire, God will settle you in your desired home. I said, God will settle you in your desired home. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Now, this scripture doesn't exempt you from taking responsibility. Is somebody getting it? For every young man here, believing God for wife, receive your wife. Be the right man, then the right woman will come. Is somebody getting it now? And when you find, knowing that it is favor that has procured that woman for you, or favor that has procured that man for you, then you pay your role as an individual to make it work. Praise the Lord. Marriage is a good thing, and everything is our entitlement in Christ, including a timely, peaceful, joyful, fruitful, and a settled married life. Praise the Lord. Even me, I don't like the age I got married. It was around 34, 35. I don't still like it. It's not a sin when somebody got married at the age of 22. For ladies, it's not a sin. It's not a sin when a man gets married at the age of 24, 26. It's not a sin. Praise the Lord. Then why must you be carrying for the bottle at 68? No, those, those are, you see, let's face it. You see, let us do what we need to and enjoy life. Praise the Lord. Enjoy your wife. That is why the Bible says do it quick and so that you can enjoy your wife. Praise the Lord. You can't enjoy your wife while she's still bringing forth now. Eh? It's now my own enjoyment just began, you know. Praise the Lord. You will, en uh, you will enjoy your home. I said you will enjoy your marriage in the name of the Lord. So it is not a sin to enjoy a timely visitation in the area of marriage. It helps you. It helps the destinies of your children. Praise the Lord. So for every individual here who is under the siege of delay, the hand of God liberates you now. The hand of God liberates you now. The hand of God liberates you now. Praise the Lord. I won't mention him. Praise God. Now, so to actualize our glorious marital destiny, number one, we must be saved and remain in love with God. Because this is what gives us platform to what has been written concerning us. Praise the Lord. We must be saved and remain in love with God. John 3, 3, Bible says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Very, verily I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And we know in Romans 8, 20, that all things work together for the good of them that love him. Praise the Lord. Husband, encourage your wife to love God more. Wife, encourage your husband to love God more. So that all things can begin to work together for your good. Praise the Lord. So one must be saved and remain in love with God. Praise the Lord. Any marriage that will take you away from God, may it not happen here. For those trusting God for life partner, I am praying now that any marriage that will take you far from God, may it not happen here. But the one that will move you closer to God, enjoy grace. In the name of the Lord. So to actualize this also, we must continue 
and we must remain committed to kingdom advancement endeavors. We have had those tangible testimonies of how God settled their home, settled them maritally because they get committed to what is no, to what is important to the heart of God. Anytime we get committed to what is important to God, God will give to us what is important to us. Somebody will be settled here. I said, somebody will be settled here. Some people already chosen their dates. Praise the Lord. It will look like magic with what God will do. It's the miraculous God. It will settle you. But don't just drop name and go and sleep. <laughs> I've dropped my name. I've given that pastor work. Now, me, I'm not going to serve God again. You will be surprised. You will be surprised. God is not mocked. Is somebody getting in? God is not mocked. Let us pay our, our price. Let us pay our due. Let us play our part. God will surely settle us. Let us continue to be committed to kingdom advancement and divorce. And with this, the heaven over our marital destiny will be open. Praise the Lord. Then also, we must be aware of pride. I'm sorry, but to a large extent, this has to do with perhaps the women or the ladies. We must be aware of what? Of pride. We must be aware of pride. Pride is a cankerum. It robs us of our glorious destiny. Now, you can't see the end of a man until you are begin with a man. You can't see the end of a woman until you are begin. And that is what faith does. Praise the Lord. You can't see the totality of the hand. When Papa met his wife, the wife can't see Covenant University. No. But it's just a heart of faith. Trusting God that this man is a serious man with God. He knows where he's going. I want to follow him. No one will fall victim of wrong hands. Amen. You won't marry a wrong man. Amen. I said, no one will marry a wrong woman. Amen. Anyone that will send you to your grave early will not come your way. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. So let us beware of pride. Pride is a cankerum. Proverbs 15, 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. It is humility that confers honor, even in marriage. Praise the Lord. Rebecca came down from his horse before Isaac met him. Don't sit on your horse and yet be stretching your hand to the man. May God give us understanding. We must engage the power of faith. Don't give in. Don't take failure for an option. Don't take disappointment as an option. Be sure your faith is hooked in God and God will say to you, we must make God our only source of expectation. Praise the Lord. My soul weigh down upon God, for my expectation is from him. God will say to you. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We'll leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.